Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Get you ready for the Kings and the Pelicans. Don't forget pregame, halftime, and postgame coverage over on YouTube and, of course, on uh, Periscope as well. NCAA tournament, congratulations uh, to Connor. Actually, congratulations to both Connor and Ryan. I mean, what happened uh, with those two uh, programs in the tournament is absolutely unbelievable. But uh, Connecticut, just a better team. They're play during the tournament was uh, just absolutely incredible. San Diego State never really in the game last night. And uh, congratulations uh, to Connor for that. Uh, Kings, as we said, on the road. So they'll probably play well because they're not at home. And, you know, the Pelicans are an interesting team. Boy, there are a lot of games tonight, a lot of games in the association. And this thing's going down to the final game in terms of seeding. All right. In terms of seeding, this thing's going down to game 82. For the Kings, it's New Orleans, then at Dallas, then you come home, take on Golden State, and then you're at Denver uh, to wrap it up on Sunday. Now, when you look at New Orleans right now and what they're fighting for, they're right in the mix. All right. They are 40 and 38. They're even in the loss column with the fifth place Clippers and the sixth place Golden State Warriors. So that could be, all right, what you're looking at tonight could be a first-round matchup. Keep that in mind when you watch the Pelicans, who have, by the way, won 7 of 10. They've won two in a row. And, again, they are tied with the Lakers at 40 and 38. Now, the Pelicans, what they've been able to do, they've had so many injuries. But right now, uh, Brandon Ingram is playing really, really well. And when you look at the Pelicans, I was looking at a team's recent body of work, right? All right, let's look at their last five games. They won at the Clippers, 131 to 110. They won at the Blazers, 124 to 90. They lost the next night at Golden State, 120 to 109. They beat Denver 107-88 in Denver. And then they just beat the Clippers 122-114. to 114. Here's their schedule. After the game tonight against Sacramento, tomorrow they take on Memphis at home. Memphis is playing tonight. Then they play the Knicks at home. And then they're at Minnesota. Interesting. Very interesting. 
their schedule. And that Memphis game could determine a lot of things. Could determine a lot of things. Now, when you look at New Orleans, here's the mystery, all right? Zion Williamson is still out. The last update was on March 22nd when he would be reevaluated in two weeks. So you got to figure they're going to be without Williams. So that's the way I would look at it. But they're still playing well. They are still playing well. All right. What do you want to talk about tonight? All right. Want to go with the uh, NCAA tournament? You want to go Kings tonight? The Masters, round one Thursday. The weather forecast is not good. Not good for this weekend's Masters. Rain on Friday, rain on Saturday, showers on Sunday. Not good. All right, here's your schedule tonight. We're going to only talk Western games, all right? Minnesota's at Brooklyn. You have the Nuggets at the Rockets. The Grizzlies host the Trailblazers. The Lakers are at the Jazz. The Warriors host the Thunder. And the Spurs are at the Suns. You've got to figure that the Grizzlies are going to win tonight. You have to, you, you can't think that the Blazers are going to go in and win at Memphis. You got to figure the Lakers are going to win at the Jazz. Should the, the Warriors should beat the Thunder at home, and the Suns will beat the Spurs at home. And the Nuggets should roll against the Rockets in Houston. All right, let's get to uh, some phone calls. And we say hello to Jeff. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing great, Grant. How about you? I'm well, thank you. So uh, I watched the game last night, the, uh, the NCAA game. I wasn't too impressed. Uh, just a lot of putting up the ball and missing and the shots. The offense was just just atrocious. And then uh, San Diego goes 11 minutes without scoring a hoop. Holy Toledo. Yep. I mean, it was either, I mean, UConn's defense that good? Well, I don't watch UConn. Uh, I don't watch UConn play enough to be able to tell you what they're good at and what they're not good. But when I look at the scores and the games that they played in this tournament, they didn't have any close games, right? right. I mean, they took care of every single team they played. I still believe that San Diego State winning on Saturday in their fashion that they did had a little bit of a hangover, but I don't want to take it any way from Connecticut because Connecticut's just a – their tournament was unbelievable. It really was unbelievable. Right. Well, the other thing I want to talk about, the doggone Kings, I, I was telling you, what a buzzkill. The last two home games where they could have clinched at home and then they could have clinched yep. the third seed. The people were just waiting – I mean, the way to blow the roof off the place was celebration, and what a buzzkill. So I hopefully they come out with a different attitude and you know play some defense and and not wait to the fourth quarter. I mean, De'Aaron he's had a hell of a season. Hell of a season. I can't take nothing away from him, but you know I I just wish they wouldn't rely on him so much. In the like the other night, they just thought De'Aaron was going to win the game. Then he got double team, and then Herder had to take that three pointer, and then you know what happened after that in overtime. So it's just well, like, you know, you can't just you you can't count on the same guy every single game 
uh, to win it for you. And, you know, I had no problem with that shot by Kevin Herter. I can no, look at I, that. No, I didn't either. He's, he just he, – I don't think he expected – he expected De'Aaron to drive the ball and you know take it on his own. He'd been he what did he get it like twenty points in the fourth quarter, something like that. Yep, it, yep. It was amazing. So, anyways, have you heard anything about Monk? Is he going to be available today? Yeah, he's a, he's yep, he's good to go. Okay, good, good. That'll be that'll be a plus. All right, Grant, you take it easy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, now we get to uh, Connor, who's celebrating after that uh, Huskies win. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, it's just pretty unreal that they're national champions again. They've been one of the teams that I follow. I've been blessed to follow over my life, seeing three championships in 11, 14, and now this year. Just, It's pretty unreal how good UConn is on both the men and women's side. I don't know if there's a program in college basketball that has the championships and stuff on both sides. I don't know who it would be. I mean, when you look at both the women's and the men's side, I don't know who could stand toe-to-toe with UConn, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know who that team would be. Yeah, I totally that agree. School, that team. I don't know who that – I don't know what university uh, could or college could stand – and say, hey, you know, we're, we've got UConn's numbers with both our men and women's program. I don't, I don't think there is. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then I wanted to congratulate Ryan and SDSU. They did this season what no team in the Mountain West has ever been able to do, obviously. I mean, great coach, great defensive team. I think they just met their match, obviously, with yep. kind of like you talked about with the hangover and everything. And I think UConn was just too powerful on both sides of the ball to lose that game. Yeah, that was pretty apparent early in the game. Like you, you, you just knew that UConn was the better team, you know, with, with 10 minutes gone by in the game with 30 minutes left. So you had 10 minutes before the first half, you know, even if you don't watch a lot of college basketball, you could see the difference in the two teams. And you could also see, okay, you know, San Diego state could win the game, but in all likelihood, they won't win the game. They're just, they're, they're, they were just outmanned. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, and another thing about that game, it was Jim Nance's last Final Four game. And I think he's just such a class act, and it was just a great call by him. And it was cool to see him kind of cherish the moments along with UConn. Uh, I've gotten to know Jim a little bit. Uh, He is one of the classiest, nicest people in the business. And I have the utmost respect for him. And think about his job, right? There are are years where he's gone – from calling the World Series, works World Series, doing the Super Bowl in February, all right, then going and doing the Final Four, and then getting, you know, on a plane and flying into Augusta and do the Masters two, three days later. That's 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 a hell of a job, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's remarkable. There's not a lot of broadcasters that are so well known and so good in that many different sports. So. No, it was pretty cool to see him. Yeah, and then I wanted to talk about the Kings a little bit because tonight's game, I wish they can just take care of business. I think it's obviously a boost at this point that they're on the road and they're getting Monk back. I think they they should win this game. They obviously have to have it if they want to be anywhere near 50 wins. But the big thing I wanted to talk about with the NBA was what do you think of the new CBA agreement and some of the things that were mentioned in that? 
I think it's good. And I think it's good for medium and small market teams. I didn't look at the whole thing. I just looked at some of the, 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 the talking points, so to speak. And, you know, just in perusing it. And again, I haven't really gone over it with a fine tooth comb or anything, but I, I think it's good. I think it's a good one for the league. I'm not crazy about the uh, uh, midseason tournament. I'm not a fan of that. But, you know, again, I'm, I, I think it was good. What do you think? Yeah, I thought overall it seems like there are a lot of good changes. I like the 65-game requirement for all the postseason awards. I thought that was good. And then mm-hmm. I think I like the changes they made to make it so smart, small market teams have less of a disadvantage in winning games. Yep. Yep. Again, I think it's good for the league. The nice thing is there's labor peace until the end of the decade, and I think that's good for everybody. Yeah, and the last thing I wanted to say is just – it's been a hell of a week for me. The Kings clinch a playoff spot for the first time in 16 years. UConn wins a national championship, and the Oilers clinch a playoff spot in the span of a couple of days. So pretty fun to be a fan right now. And there's a ball that was hit at Yankee Stadium that I think is still in the air off the bat of Stanton uh, that was one of the most amazing home runs ever hit, particularly in that stadium. That's still That's still unbelievable that he was able to hit that ball that far to straightaway center field. That's still unbelievable to me. Yeah, nothing that him and Judge do anymore surprised me. I mean, they're just absolute yeah. monsters, especially at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. Well, buddy, uh, I'm glad. So what was the bet you had with uh, Ryan again? What's the deal now? What does he have to do? I think on one of the next pregame shows, he has to come on wearing some Yukon gear. Okay, all right which he probably doesn't have. He's going to have to go out and get that. So, I mean, he's got to order it. First of all, he doesn't have any Yukon gear. Yeah. Maybe we can switch him to the, the dark side here instead of. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Bye. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program, raise your hand and we'll do it. Speaking of the man, here he is right here, Ryan and Sackdown. How are you, buddy? Hey, Grant. Um, I actually found some Yukon gear at uh, Goodwill, so we're good to go. <laughs> All right. That's nope. good. Uh, but you know what? Goodwill, Goodwill's got it going, man. That's good. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. So, Connor, we're, we're all set. Uh, no, congrats to Connor and the uh, Huskies. Hell of a season. Dominant performance. So, uh, enjoy it, buddy. And that's all I got. That's it. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Have a good show today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, Ryan's going to be coming on at the uh, bottom of the hour on uh, YouTube. He'll be doing the pregame show, and then he'll join me at halftime and postgame. Yeah, I know that when you get as far as San Diego State did and you lose, it's disappointing. But, I mean, just think about what that program accomplished during this tournament to get to the biggest of stages in college basketball. That's pretty remarkable. That's pretty remarkable. All right. Also, coming up on the post-game show tonight, win or lose, I will have a special announcement. So be sure and join me and Ryan post-game show tonight. All right. Win or lose. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know what to expect from the Kings right now. uh, Other than I think they'll play well because they generally play well on the road. But this is now a different, this is different territory because you are taking on a team for all intents and purposes that's in a playoffs. 
And we saw what happened when you had a similar situation last week against Minnesota, albeit that was at home. Now you're on the road where you know you play well. New Orleans knows their play well. Now, I've always said this. New Orleans, to me, is the worst home court in the NBA. All right? It's the worst. Pretty bland arena. Fans bland. Don't even show up. Bad basketball area. All right? I've always said, I've said this for years, and I'm going to keep on saying it. The Pelicans need to move. All right? That's one of, that team needs to be in Seattle. That's where that team needs to be. Okay? That team needs to be in Seattle. If you're not going to give Seattle an expansion team, take the Pelicans and move them. I've been saying that for years. But with that said, the Pelicans have been playing very, very well. Again, they're 40 and 38. And at home, they're 25 and 13. The Kings on the road are 24 and 14. Best home court record in the conference. They're the real deal on the road. I mean, that is a big time record of 24 and 14. And right now you have New Orleans who's thinking they can get into the top six. Now you figure, again, you know, I got to be careful because I didn't think the Spurs would beat the Kings the other night. But you got to think that Golden State is going to win tonight at home against the Thunder. Although I wouldn't rule out the Thunder, but, I'm, you know, you got to go with Golden State. Andrew Wiggins is going to be coming back possibly for the Kings game. Golden State is 41 and 38. Okay. The Lakers should beat their opponent tonight and go to 41 and 38. This thing's going right down to the final game. This thing is going right down to the final game. It's going to be unbelievable. But again, you think the Lakers are going to win at the Jazz. Not that that's going to be a picnic, but I still think based on who's not playing for the Jazz, I'm picking the Lakers there. Memphis should be able to win at home against Portland. The Nuggets should be able to win at Houston. All right? Everyone really should win tonight, but we don't know about Sacramento and New Orleans. If, again, if the Pelicans lose tonight and all those other teams I just mentioned win, that's going to make life very difficult for New Orleans to get into the top six. So this is a huge game for the Pelicans tonight. This is a much bigger game for the Pelicans than it is for the Kings. You got to figure Memphis is going to go to 40 or 50 and 29. You know, you, you got to be realistic about this, all right? The Kings are probably going to be the three seed. They're probably not going to catch Memphis. I know they have the tiebreaker, but again, just trying to forecast how these games are going to go. Three play six. Here are your possibilities for six. Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans, and I'm not even going to put Minnesota in there, all right? Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, New Orleans. Give me the Clippers. Give me New Orleans. Do not give me Golden State. 
do not give me the Lakers. I mean, if you're going to look at this and say, what's the best chance for Sacramento? You sure as hell would rather play the Clippers, who are 5-5 five and five in their last 10, than the Warriors or the Lakers. I mean, I don't know about you, but I sure as hell would. All right? Now, let's look at the Clippers schedule as they come down the stretch in their final games. They have three games left. Here are their three games. Lakers, Blazers at home, at Phoenix. That Phoenix game could be and probably will be meaningless for them. All right? So think about that with three games left and the Clippers. Again, if you're Sacramento, I think your best matchup is the Clippers. Not saying it's a picnic, but I'd rather play them than the Warriors or the Lakers. Now, if the Lakers beat the Clippers, you could see the Clippers having to go to the play-in where obviously they're not going to be a, a, a succeed. So the loser of the Clippers and the Lakers probably is going to be in the play-in. It's going to be a hell of a final few days in the NBA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. Let's get to John. Hello, John. Grant, how are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Um, I'm doing all right. It's getting warmer out here, and so my face is getting about normal. There you go. All right. Good, good, good. And now, as you were talking about the matchup we'd most like to see, I agree that the matchup against the Clippers would probably be, you know, I think we match up best against the Clippers. But who I want to see I want to see the Golden State Warriors. I want to see how we do against them. I want to see how our coach coaches against them, too, because obviously our coach has a little bit of insight on that team. What do you think about yeah. that? I know it's tough, but what do you think? I don't think it's that big of, a, I don't think it's that big of an advantage. I think with the uh, scouting and all the analytics, and I don't think it's that big of a deal. What I do think is a big deal is the Warriors, to me, will finish fifth in the West if they beat Sacramento because they, 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 I think they win tonight. 
And then they yep. wrap up the year at Portland and they'll win that yep. game. So if the Warriors, and again, if, if they beat Sacramento Friday night, they will be fifth in the West. They will finish ahead of the Clippers and the Lakers because they will win their final three games and they will end up at 44 and 38. And that will put them in the fifth spot. Then the only thing is who's going to be sixth. And I believe that the game coming up with the Lakers and the Clippers will determine that. So to me, that's how I think it's going to go. I'm not ruling out New Orleans, by the way, but I'm just saying if the Warriors beat the Kings on Friday night, they will be the fifth seed in the West, in my opinion. I think you're right. I was just about to say that about New Orleans, too. You can't rule them out because they have the potential to play well. And if Zion does come back, when he comes back, he doesn't need to get lathered up. He usually comes back and he is going strong immediately, not yeah. to where other guys come back, it seemed, and and they need a little time to to warm up. Zion just keeps playing. Right, let, let, me, let, me, let, let, let me interrupt you for a minute. Here's the Let's other see. scenario. Here's the other scenario. The Warriors could very well get to that game in Portland and they can determine what seed they are. And if I'm the Warriors, here's the question that you have to ask yourself. Do you want to play Phoenix with Kevin Durant now in the mix and Chris Paul and Denver Booker and Aiton? Do you want to go against that team or do you want to take on a Kings team in the first round? The Warriors will be able to pick and choose maybe to determine that with the games Friday and then Sunday in Portland. Do not overlook that. They may be able to decide themselves whether they are a five seed or six seed. Yeah, I totally understand that. So you're saying Steve Kerr might sit some guys? <laughs> Go I know figure. that's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, shocker. Blow me away there, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. They kind of are in the driver's seat in that respect because, you know, they've been coming into their own lately and and they they may very well do that, pick their seed. But yeah, I don't know if I would say they've been coming I don't know if I'd say they've been coming into their own. They're five and five in their last ten, and they still have problems winning on the road. That has been their big issue. They have a terrible road record, but they're still a team that if Andrew Wiggins comes back and can be Andrew Wiggins. That's not a team that is going to be easy to win four games against in the first round. That is going to be a really hard matchup. I totally understand that. And the way Wiggins plays, he comes and he's he comes and he's going to lock down defensively no matter what. And those Golden State Warriors, Maybe. they yeah. Well, he usually he usually Johnny hasn't, Johnny hasn't, Johnny hasn't played in uh, weeks and I know, weeks. Too much. We, we don't. He could end up getting hurt uh, because yeah. he hasn't been you know doing what's necessary. He could pull a muscle. He could have yeah. issues. I mean, I, you know, that's a question mark right now. You're right. It is, but it, that is definitely a question mark. However, that team does have a point guard who really is pretty good and you never, never uh-huh. count him out. <laughs> never yeah. count him out. All right, buddy. Thanks I'm buddy. Finishing up. finishing up. Have a great rest of the day and we'll talk later on. Hey, you too. one more Take thing. Care. Oh, sorry. I lost you, buddy. All right. If you want to get in on the program, uh, raise your hand, and we'll put you right back on. But this this West, these standings, this is going to be unbelievable. You know, it really is. And again, the Warriors may be able to decide, assuming they win tonight at home against the Thunder, and I'm going to say that they will, 
they may be able to decide whether they want to play Phoenix or Sacramento. I'm being objective here, right? I'm not trying to do this to piss you off. I'd much rather play Sacramento than Phoenix if I'm the Warriors, okay? I mean, I'm not saying they can't beat Phoenix, but now with Kevin Durant there, I mean, you, you tell me, Durant, Booker, Paul, Aiton, just for starters, that's not, that's not a recipe for success, in my opinion. And maybe the Kings would beat the Warriors. I don't know. But if I'm the Warriors, I'd be feeling much better going against Sacramento than Phoenix, just based on matchups, just based on matchups. Again, to me, if you're the Kings, of all the scenarios I just laid out, I think you want to play the Clippers. That's how I'm looking at this. I, I would much rather play the Clippers than the other teams that I just talked about. You know, with the Clippers, you don't know about Paul George, okay? I, I'm going to say that Paul George is not going to be ready to play, particularly early in the playoffs, all right? I mean, I'm, you, you, got, you got to look at that, all right? So you, you just can't count on him. The Clippers are a very Jekyll and Hyde team, and they have been the entire season, all right? Their last five games, lost at home to New Orleans in a blowout, 131 and 110, one at Chicago, or excuse me, one at home against Chicago, 124 to 112, one at Memphis, 141 to 132, lost at Memphis, one away to 94, lost their last game at New Orleans, 122 to 114. They play the Lakers, all right, tomorrow. Lakers are playing tonight. They play Portland at home, then they're at Phoenix. In all likelihood, no one's playing in that game for Phoenix. That's going to be a meaningless game for them. In all likelihood. So the game tomorrow against the Lakers is the game. That's the game where we can pretty much, well, shouldn't say pretty much, but I think we'll have a good idea whether the Kings are going to be playing the Clippers in the first round of the NBA playoffs. If the Lakers win that game tomorrow, all right, if they beat the Clippers tomorrow, to me, the Warriors and the Lakers are going to be 5-6 or 6-5, meaning that's your, that's your fifth and your sixth seed, Warriors and the Lakers. And again, if I'm Sacramento, I don't want that. So I'm rooting for the Clippers big time to knock the Lakers down where they have to play in the play-in, which means they can't be a sixth seed. That's how I'm looking at that. Give me the Clippers. Don't give me the Lakers. Don't give me the Warriors. I'll take the Clippers. I'll take the Pelicans, even though I don't think that's going to be an easy matchup. I don't think Minnesota's in the picture anymore. Phoenix is going to be your fourth seed no matter what. So there you have it. Here are your opponents. Clippers, Warriors, Lakers, Pelicans. Who do you want? Who do you not want? really comes down to it. Give me the Pelicans, give me the Clippers. 
Don't give me the Warriors. Don't give me the Lakers. Now, from a fan perspective, it would be off the off the charts if it was the Warriors and the Kings. It would be unbelievable. It really would. It would be incredible. But I, you know, you want to be advancing in the playoffs. I'm not picking the Kings to beat the Warriors if they play in the playoffs. I'm just not. I'm not picking the Kings if they play the Lakers in the playoffs. If they play the Clippers, I'm taking the Kings to beat the Clippers. And I don't know about New Orleans. I got to wait and see who's playing and who's not. But if I'm if I'm looking at this, I'm picking Sacramento to beat the Clippers right now without knowing what, you know, if someone gets hurt between now and Sunday, I have no way of knowing that. But I'm picking Sacramento. If they play the Clippers, I'm picking them. I'm not picking them if they're playing the Warriors, and I'm not picking them if they're playing the Lakers. And I have to see who's on the floor for New Orleans. And, and tonight's game may go a long way in, in that. I may change my opinion based on the game tonight in NOLA. All right, if you want to get in on the program, raise your hand, and we'll put you right up on. Don't forget, Ryan's starting his show over on YouTube as well. He'll join me at halftime and post game. Heck, how are you? It's good to have you on the show. How are you today? Oh, hey, good um, Wednesday morning in Seoul, Korea again. How are you doing, sir? Yes, I'm doing well. It's good to hear your voice. Thank you very much for calling in. Yeah, just like I'm like listening to your morning show. It's kind of crazy just um, using your <laughs> iPhone. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I agree with you. I think um, the Warriors will be a bad matchup with the Kings, um, even though it'll be very exciting for the fans to watch. Um, if I have to pick one team, it would definitely be the Clippers. Um, it's yep. just like the Clippers. Um, the Kings match up pretty well against them. Um, you know, we saw a huge performance against them um, a few months ago. And yep. um, definitely, uh, I think Clippers or New Orleans, I think those are the teams I'm will be definitely eyeing on. But, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it on what I see about Yeah, that. you know what, heck, again, I, I, I just wouldn't want – I think the Lakers and the Warriors would be a really difficult series to win from Sacramento's perspective. I'm not saying they can't do it, but I think I, if you're going to go with the percentages, give me the Clippers over those two teams. Yeah, but um, you got to, you know, the Kings been pretty damn good. If you think about it in the second half, they had the second hardest schedule in the NBA. Um, they were 15 and six. So they surprised us a lot this, uh, the second half. So I yeah, don't know, but you know, they might, no, they might win but, out. But heck, yeah. Yeah. But heck, there's a but there about the Kings, right? That, that when you look at the Kings, their second half of their schedule, meaning not really the second half, but the second part of their schedule after the All-Star break, they got almost every break you can possibly have in the book. They got very nice. lucky with players yeah, not right. playing. Okay? You cannot ignore that. that you, you know, look at Portland, all right? They played three games against Portland without Damian Lillard and without Jeremy Grant, all right? They played two games against Oklahoma City without Shea Gilgis-Alexander. They played the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. They played the Phoenix Suns twice without Kevin Durant. I mean, I can go on and on. They got very, very lucky with the way the schedule broke in terms of who was playing and who wasn't. And the, but the Kings been uh, playing um, like their whole squad, and I feel like they're really building, building the team chemistry. Um, hopefully, yep. you know, they'll make a strong run. Um, so 
you know, it's definitely showing the last, uh, what, 25 games. Like, their chemistry has been really gelling, and they're playing some good basketball. Um, well, yes but, and no. They haven't been playing good basketball at home, though. You know, they got yeah. beat by the Spurs in the last game, the home game before that, where everybody was waiting to celebrate. They lost to the Timberwolves. So the, I, I'm still seeing some kinks in the armor there. I'm still seeing a uh, some issues with this team, heck, that make me a little nervous going into the playoffs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of that is just a lot of the unknown because, the you know, there's a new team they're building yep. right now. So yep. we don't we don't know what De'Aaron Fox is going to be like in the playoffs, too. You know, he never had that experience. But that's correct. You know, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the fans are very excited. Um, you know, this is definitely going to be a, a, a test for the team. And the last four games, we'll, we'll find out what the team is going to be. Um, but I'm definitely going to be very excited. But, you know, I can't watch basketball because in Korea, they don't really show basketball. They show a lot of golf. So <laughs> I'll, I'll be watching a little bit of yeah, Masters. Sure, golf, <laughs> golf is on all the time, right? I mean, you, you, oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. They have four channels of golf station. It's is it's pretty funny, but um, and I'll be watching. Now, will, the can you watch them? Well, the Masters when the Masters is shown over there in on Korean TV, is it broadcast in Korean or is there English speaking telecast? I'm just curious. Oh, Korean for sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't know if you had a choice. I don't know if it was yeah. both. Oh, no, no. It's definitely Korean. Um, you know, they have their own Jim Nance, Korean guy, you know, broadcasting um, in, in okay. um, the Masters. But, um, yeah, I want to know who, who, do you, who do you like um, for the Masters? Uh, I'm going to get I'll, I'll give my pick tomorrow. But uh, the weather is going to be a real factor. I don't know if you've looked at the forecast, but they're expecting a lot of rain and that can definitely change things up. Um, I'm going to, uh, you know, I hate to say this right now. I'd probably go with Scotty Scheffler again. I just, you know, the guy's a machine, but I, I, the weather is going to factor into this tournament. Heck, it's going to be an issue. It really is. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I like, I like uh, McElroy. I like Rom, but, you know, Will Zalatoris, you know, he always somehow like oh, makes into the top five, top 10. He's yeah. a good ball striker. Yep. So you, yep. you, won't, you won't be surprised if you get there too. So no. He's been on the doorstep last year. Will Zalatoris was right there on the doorstep to win his first major. He's come close. So, yeah, he would be a guy I would definitely uh, keep an eye on for sure. All right. Well, that's all I got for you. Um, but, yeah, I'll try to chime in again if I can. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Heck, heck, coming in from Seoul. Love that. I think it's 835 in the morning over there. Good job. I like that. All right. If you want to be next. Raise your hand and we'll do it. I can imagine being over in Korea, golf, golf, golf everywhere. Turn on the TV. It's like being in Canada to watch hockey. I always used to get a kick whenever we used to go to Canada. You know, whether it was Vancouver and a long time ago or Toronto. But you turn the TV on and there was literally hockey on almost every single channel. It was incredible. All right, let's get to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. How are you today? I'm fine, Mr. Napier. How are you, sir? I'm well. Hey, Grant, don't you think, you know what, I mean, since the Kings have not met the postseason in so many, many years, um, do you think that, uh, you know what, I, I would want to see Golden State, Grant. Uh, you know what, I, I know that's kind of silly to say, but you know, don't you think you would want the best, I mean, to try to defeat the NBA champions? I mean, I, you know what, I think it would be a great, great series, don't you? Yeah, it would be a great series. It would be epic, but I don't think the Kings would win. 
but yeah, it would be an incredible series. It would be unbelievable. I think that series would be uh, by far the best matchup of the first round. And do you think too, Grant, um, you know, with, with the Kings offense, we know Golden State, but then again too, Grant, they're getting older. Um, uh, and I think, you know what, you, you know, just let Curry get, you know, just let him get his and, you know, the Kings, you know, just worry about, just worry about the other guys. Yeah, I don't know, uh, Jerry. I mean, the, the the other guys are more than capable of beating the Kings too. I'm I'm not really sure. I just think that would be a game where whoever has the ball last may win. That that's that type of a game. Whoever has the ball on the last possession might win the game. That's how close I think those games would be. And Grant, if you give up 142 points to the Spurs, I mean, we're talking about the Spurs here, okay? Just when you know, just win their 20th game. I mean, I'm glad that Coach Brown, you know, went off on on this team called in Fox. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's, you, know you can't give up that many points to a team like that on your home floor. It's, you know, there's no excuse for that. Well, the problem is Mike Brown has called out his team before for bad home losses and it hasn't done anything. So I'm not really sure that calling out the team is going to fix the fact that they're an inept defensive team. You know, it's not like Jerry, they're going to wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden start playing defense. They're, that they're not capable of playing defense. So the, 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 the barometer for this team, there are two barometers every time you watch this team. The first one is their three-point shooting, and the second is assist-to-turnover ratio. They have to have 30 assists to win a game, and they need to have you know a, a shooting percentage from three that is good. If those two things happen, they're going to beat almost every team they play. Grant, you, do you think in the last few games, do you think the Kings are just going through the motions because they know they're no. already locked? Oh, no. All right. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, so then how do you explain, you know, uh, against the Spurs? I mean, just uh, playing like, you know, like you don't give a shit. I mean, I mean, I Jerry, mean, it was- it's a, Jerry, it's happened all year. What do you mean? How do I explain it? They've lost to Charlotte at home. They lost to Washington at home. They lost to Atlanta at home. They lost to Philadelphia at home without Embiid and without Harden. They lost to the Lakers who were on the second night of a back to back, you know, right. without Anthony Davis. They came in and and and, and scored a hundred and you know, 30 plus points. They, J- Jerry, it's the way the team's been all year. I don't know. Ha- how do I explain it? No, it's not. How do I explain the Spurs game, Jerry? How do I, Jerry, how do I explain the fact that the Kings are 23 and 17 and, and might win 50 games this year? How, how do I explain that they have a better record at, on the road th- than they do at home? That's the question. Not how do I explain how do they lost to the Spurs? How do they lose to the Spurs? They've lost to bad teams all year at home. And Grant, you uh, hear that the Kings want 50 wins, but coming out like that, it's just, you know what I mean? I just think about this, Grant, uh, that if the Kings do uh, end up playing Golden State or uh, whoever they play, you know what, you can't play like that and expect to win in the playoffs. No, and I think tonight's game, you know, and again, I don't know what's going to happen tonight, but if the Kings lose tonight, okay, they could be looking at a losing streak here to end the season because the Warriors are going to be coming in and that's a playoff game for the Warriors. So the, the, this game tonight, and again, I, I shouldn't really say that. I think the Kings will beat Dallas tomorrow, but you know, I don't have a crystal ball any more than you do. This game tonight is going to be a playoff type game. This is going to be a playoff type game tonight for the Kings. And Grant, I heard that, uh, that the Mavericks are thinking about shutting down Kyrie and yep. uh, Dantage. Uh, you know yep. what? Do, uh, do you think that that trade that they made to get Kyrie? Do you think that backfired on them? And do you see them uh, resigning Kyrie in the offseason? 
Well, I do think it's backfired on him, but I think it's more of Lucas' fault than Kyrie's fault. Luke has been a mess. And I've talked to people in the Mavericks organization. Uh, you know, Luca has not been the greatest of teammates during this thing. Luca has to look in the mirror. Uh, Kyrie actually has played very, very well for the Dallas Mavericks. So, you know, the Mavs are right now 37 and 42. And I've read the same thing. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. A lot of people want Jason Kidd gone, but I'm not so sure it's Jason Kidd's fault. You got to stop blaming the coach at right. some point. But but here's Dallas. Their three games are the Kings tomorrow, Chicago, San Antonio, all home games. Now, I don't I don't you know why would you concede the season before you play the Kings? If you beat the Kings tomorrow, you could still get into the playing tournament. And you know they do have talent. It's not like they couldn't win the playing. I don't know why you would shut things down right now. With three games left, I would wait until after the game tomorrow from the Dallas Mavericks. And Grant, one more thing, sir. Um, you know what you said? You had. By the way, I need to add one thing. I need to add one thing because no, uh, you don't have to. Um, that it was reported, okay, that Luca would not consider being shut down as long as there's a chance. He was quoted after practice today. Quote: "I'm playing tomorrow." When there's still a chance, I'm going to play. So that's not going to happen yet. So he's playing tomorrow. Everyone's playing tomorrow. Quote, there's a little chance, Donchett said. We all know that. But like I said, as long as there's a chance, I'll play. There you and have Grant, it. And Grant, one more thing, sir. Uh, you know, you said you had a special announcement uh, on the postgame show. Can you uh, give us a little hint? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, Grant. Thanks for uh, you know. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate your show, Jerry. You have a fabulous rest of the day. I always enjoy having you on the show. You take care. All right, sir. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Yeah, I mean, you think about this. So a back to back tomorrow against the Mavs, who are literally playing for their lives, they have to win all three games. So this game tonight is huge. I mean, it really is. It's, it's a big game tonight for Sacramento. Big game for both teams. And don't forget, halftime, postgame, we'll break it down for you. And then we'll do it again tomorrow with the Kings and the Mavs. But do not, do not, you know, act like tomorrow's game or tonight's game is not huge. This is a big, big game. Big game for both teams, but it's really a big game for New Orleans. Because the Kings are, they're not going to fall out of three. So, this is a huge game tonight, particularly for the Pelicans. But, you, have, you know, if you're Sacramento, I mean, you, the last thing you want is to be going on a losing streak before the playoffs. All right? That's the last thing you want. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program before we wrap it up, now is your opportunity. Don't forget, uh, as soon as you're done here, flip over to uh, YouTube, listen to the last 15 minutes of Ryan's show, then we'll be on at halftime and post-game. Kings Pelicans tonight. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Don't forget, speaking of tomorrow, Jerry Reynolds will be on YouTube if you don't like that at 3 o'clock Pacific. So long, everybody. <laughs>